0: Welcome to Thuggin' It Out with your girl Brash and Shawnee Louise. And I would like to take this moment to make the obvious statement that out of the two of us, I am the thug in Thug It Out. There's no side eye. I am the thug. Mm. I will shank a bitch. <laughs> Are you
1: sure? <laughs> I'll put her down. With my words, man Yes, okay (laughs) You are the thuggish, ruggish What? I'm the thuggish, ruggish bunch It's not even bunch It's bone The word is bone (laughs) You thug card Rebo Hey Hey, hey, hey So if you don't know by now, no, I'm just kidding.
0: But it, if, but if you if don't you know, know um,
1: I am Shawnee
0: Louise
1: and I am Brash, and welcome. I don't
0: know what that accent was.
1: Hey y'all, <laughs> hey, welcome to this week's episode where we are discussing the pure pure audacity, the all audacity of it fucking all. Audacity, the fucking audacity of people, right?
0: I would like to start by defining audacity. Okay. Because it had two definitions.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel
0: like we use the second <clears throat> definition more than the first. The first is simply a willingness to take bold risks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, when I step back and look at audacity, I'll be like, that is what you did.
1: Okay. That Moldy. is exactly Moldy. what happened. Moldy. Took it. <laughs> um,
0: But the other definition of audacity is rude and disrespectful behavior.
1: Yes. yes. And I
0: feel like we need to... Merge those for what a lot of audacity is. Okay, is you have the willingness to take the bold risk of being rude and disrespectful to me.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> baby, you that's
0: your audacity. Say
1: it again. Say it louder you for had, the people in the
0: back. You had a willingness to take the bold risk of being rude and disrespectful to me. Okay. You had all of the audacity.
1: All of it. Every single ounce. Every essence of it. What? What you took.
0: So I want to know what. Um, experiences have you had with other people's audacity? I want to start with other people <clears throat> first.
1: Other people's audacity. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'll just say it this way: I don't know what energy I exude to make people think that they get to say whatever the fuck they want to say to me, and whenever yes. the fuck they want to say it to me, and yes. not ex- and then get upset with me when I say something back. Yes, like my tongue is not just as slick as yours, if not slicker, mm-hmm. right? Um. But it's that audacity. Like, I've had people. Uh, I just feel like you You just. I've had so many moments where I'm looking at them like, you never got popped in the mouth as a kid, huh? Because why the fuck would you say some shit like that? Thank you. Why the fuck would you fix it? Why Why did you think it was okay to let those words slip away from Absolutely. your brain and out of your mouth? Yo, the way so that tiny. it is. It's that. It's the, it's, and then I also feel like sometimes people don't. I don't know, again, what it is, but when people interact with me, their first interaction with me, is really aggressive on their end, yes. and, and I have to check it, like, um, I'm sorry, what?
0: hmm
1: Case in point, a certain uh, coworker slash colleague of ours, right?
0: <clears throat> yes.
1: Who consistently, and it's a lot of them, <laughs> but consistently just says whatever they want to say. hmm And it's like, who are you talking to?
0: And then they think, they
1: think, they think for me like, oh, I, yeah, because what what did you want to say? How did you, why, how, like, how did you think this was going to go, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's been the most, I guess, the most prevalent way that I've dealt with other people's audacity in the way, like, in conversation. Like, people yeah. people either write me off as I don't know what I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. or I don't know what I'm about to talk about, or I have no clue what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, you're just a pretty face, shut up and listen. And I'm just like, uh, well, I
0: hate that shut. up and I hate listen. that shut up
1: and listen shit. And I know we just talked about this on another episode, but that shut up and listen. It's funny that that shut up and listen shit came up because the shut up and listen shit happened to me right after that episode. And I was like, and not in that same exact way, but mm-hmm. like you know, in that vein. And I was set in my feelings a little bit because I was just like,
0: wait, it it wasn't me.
1: No, oh, no, girl. Whenever
0: she be like, it happened right after. No. She looking at me, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, I didn't know.
1: No, it wasn't you, but it's like. There's also this conversation that I'm beginning to like think about having. It's like, how do you hold people accountable for doing shit like that too, right? Yes. And I think that's the audacity that people take too. Like, don't, what, what the fuck made you think that I was ready to listen to you in this moment, right? Yes. I think people take access to me. People take audacity over the access to me.
0: Yes.
1: And even in... Like, I, I try to t- communicate as much as possible to whoever is possible, to however many people that time energy and attention are all expensive you're never going to get those things back so utilize them deposit them wisely right but on the same in that same vein like understand that when you are giving and depositing make sure that there's room there right Mm -hmm. and so like i know we've kind of had conversations about like when we have conversation and what's being retained and not (laughs) so i'll just be like i have to come to this understand like you're not in a space yeah but also on the same vein like they're they have the audacity to try to take space and move and shift things around and you're this is like even even in the smallest sense of like hey you want to come hang with me and i'm like oh no i can't like i got stuff to do oh well you could just or you can take what the fuck i said exactly here's a far-fetched fucking idea no no (laughs) no Cause now I'm upset. Like, why are you? You have the audacity to now take control over my own skill. Like, like I didn't mm. know that I could shift things around. I don't wanna. Mm. I don't wanna, Mary Sue. I don't wanna. So, yeah, like audacity is at an all time high in this space of like communication and in this realm of just like, oh, I need this, so you've got to do it for me. I think the fuck not. That's funny that you need that shit because I'm good at it and I would have did it. But mm-hmm. now that but you now. said it, yeah, now that you got the audacity. You can do it yourself. <laughs> Do it with all that out, that's it so yes, um, my question to, for you is what is the most auda- who is the most audacious person that you know children
0: <laughs> next question um
1: i I, see- I agree the you whole- know, wholeheartedly, without any kind of context yes, yes,
0: because as I'm thinking about everything that we're talking about, i just I think about my students and you swear that you're right, mm-hmm. like you take up time, you take up space, and then when I get upset that you're not respecting what is mine, you're just like, "But why wouldn't you just do it?"
1: Or you're the, you're a teacher, you're supposed to. I'm not supposed to do a goddamn thing. Ooh, oh, my my, the one I hate. You got some snacks? I don't have no snacks today. Oh my god, you ain't never got no snacks. I'm sorry, cause I just had snacks last week. And then this, and then it becomes your teacher. You're supposed to have snacks. I uh uh-uh. No, I'm not. I'm not a waitress. I am not a food connoisseur. I don't even work <laughs> in the goddamn
0: cafeteria, baby. Is. I
1: don't work nowhere near it. My classroom is on the other side of the campus at the, at the end of the hall. Thank you. So at the end of the day, no, baby. I said I'm not your mother. So like I completely, I could completely resonate.
0: But with me, it's not food because my kids know damn well I'm not feeding them. <laughs> um, they're always like,
1: she's so much
0: nicer than you. And she is. Yeah. So go over there.
1: I can't. Um, all Y'all
0: are all welcome. <laughs> see? You see how she said yes. you're welcome? I would never say that. Um, no, but like they are the most audacious people that I've ever experienced because what I think it is is, the, is their lack of experience because i'm sure they don't see what they're doing as a bold risk yes so when they get their head bitten off they have no idea
1: or the rude or disrespectful part i feel like because even like having to explain to certain people who i've never had to explain who the fuck i was so much and Mm. i'll say that again to people who spend every day with you every fucking day every fucking day like but also outside of that like i think this idea of audacity it's like learning to it's linked to this it's linked to the idea of learning how to be human Mm -hmm. learning how to just not be an asshole like learning how to think outside of yourself because if you felt like me case in point i have had conversations with people and i match the energy of the conversation Mm -hmm. and they're like oh my god no 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 don't back up now but let's not get upset because this is the same energy that you've given me this whole time. New right. Orleans trip to case in point. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave me this musty ass energy and I'm just fanning it back your way. You don't like the smell? That's crazy because you brought it in with you. Thank you. So take it out when you leave. And, and, and you know, I don't need your attitude because I got mine too. Thank you very much. Go take that audacity back to the store because baby, is fake. I think the <laughs> most
0: angry I got <clears throat> at an audacious person this school year. <sighs> this child. This is one of those kids that I don't want to like. He doesn't come to class, he doesn't do his work, but he is brilliant and he is respectful. Um, Like he's a great kid that just refuses to do what he knows that he needs to do. But he missed the entire semester. Mm -hmm. He comes to class like once every three weeks. Okay. Right, right. And this nigga gonna come into my classroom talking about, oh, I need you, meaning me, to write down all the assignments he's missing with instructions so he can get them done. Who are you talking to?
1: Also, I already did that. It's on your camera. Like, go check right? it out. Right. It's on the
0: <laughs> He was like, yeah, but my computer look, jacked
1: <laughs> Look at the website.
0: <laughs> yeah, but my computer jacked up. So I'm going to need you to write down. And I looked at him. I said, here's the thing, baby. I can already feel it. Okay. And we talk about the feminine and masculine energy in a different episode. That masculine energy was strong as fuck. <laughs> because the second he said he need me to do that, and then he sat down at a desk to wait for me to do it. Girl. I said, here's the thing. One, no. Two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am not prepared for how angry I am going Girl. to be. If I took the time to do it the first time, I take the time to write it down by hand for you now. Okay. And you still don't do the fucking work. I'm not prepared for how mad I'm going to be. She's going off. <laughs> because I will... Throw everything I can pick up. And I am relatively strong. Listen. And I said, I'm not. I will not. Then, three, four, five weeks later, I get an email. Hey, I need for you to unlock all the assignments from January until whenever.
1: Um, no. That's not how this works. What I tell you,
0: I knew the attitude that was brewing. So I just went to the assistant principal and I said this, that, this, that, this, that. She said, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And then she started talking some more. She said, you don't have to do that. Actually, I said, oh, that's all I needed. <laughs> and I said, thank you very much. And I walked away. And the email said, my email back said, no, I will not. Assignments lock when assignments locked, And you wrote down the assignments you were willing to do. And you have not handed in anything that you've written down. Therefore, I'm not doing nothing. And I sent the email in those words.
1: And that's real. And he came
0: to class the next day. And he looked at me. He said, "Miss Ford, why you sound so mad in that email? I said, I told you I was going to be mad if I had to write that stuff down. You wrote it down for yourself, and you still ain't turned nothing in. He said, don't worry about it, Ms. Ford. I got you. You've been saying you got me since January, baby. Stop talking me? to me and show me what you
1: got. Because you don't even have you, do you? Because it's, sure you
0: not, it's not adding up. You look yeah. like a liar. And at the end of class, he came up to me, and he went to give me a hug. Goodbye, and he was like, Ms. Ford, I swear I got you over spring break. I said, baby, don't, I don't believe a word that comes out your mouth until you show me. Listen, Because you have the audacity to be smart. When he comes to class, if I put him in group work, he gets everything correct. When he comes to class and I ask him what the answer is, he's got the answer and the explanation and can cite it.
1: Mm-hmm. He knows
0: exactly what he's doing. But you have the audacity not to come to class, the audacity not to do the work, and then the audacity to tell me I have to repeat some shit I've already done for you who doesn't do what he's supposed to do to begin with.
1: Right, right, right. Back the
0: fuck up. And the, mm-hmm. way, the thing is, the way that he asks is not rude or disrespectful. But the behavior of not even bothering to figure it out yourself and take responsibility for what you have not done and what you are choosing to do is my biggest problem.
1: You feel better? I feel so much better because that (laughs) nigga okay audacious person fix it okay because we listen the stress levels are down now but i cannot i can't guarantee you that they're gonna be down okay (laughs) they won't a disaster has been averted show
0: up up with that bullshit again in a week
1: listen no please don't if you do please don't
0: we all gonna have a problem you see the shoulder we all gonna have a problem um my question is i don't believe if we take audacity just as that bold risk and we take out the rude um and disrespectful behavior how has audacity assisted you in your life, existence, whatever?
1: Audacity has been the reason why I do a lot of the things that I do. Because okay. I have had a lot more opportunities to like settle in somebody else's comfort zone than what I took. Mm-hmm. Or what I took advantage of. Um, And so having the audacity to say no. Mm-hmm. And be like, nope. Like, no, I mean <laughs> it. I mean it, right? It's, <clears throat> it's real. But, um, It's so easy to get so comfortable in, like, the r- routine and monotony of life. Mm-hmm. I feel like audacity is necessary. And it has propelled me to stand where I do stand and be in the position that I am in, in all aspects of my life right now. So, like, for example, like, <laughs> like, the biggest boldest risk that i did was moving all the way out here not knowing a goddamn body right mm-hmm. um i mean outside of the one person that i thought i knew um but but coming out here moving over here by myself continuously living alone like understanding <clears throat> how there was so many people trying to count like talk me out of not moving to atlanta um or talk me out of moving to Atlanta, i should say and it was under this whole like oh what's up what if something happens and I'm just like, yeah, but what's going to happen today? Right. Something what's going to happen, happen tomorrow? Y'all are around the corner, and y'all still don't like. You know what I'm saying? So there's mm-hmm. a, there's those conversations. But then like, it, it it also it has also allowed me to find a voice where I thought I could never speak again, right? Um, and in instances where I didn't feel like my voice would be <clears throat> carried wide or or spread fast enough mm-hmm. it has shown me exactly how powerful i can be if i literally let audacity take the will. Nice. um so it has it's had a lot more positive effects i would say on my growth process and in my experience in, than it has negative okay <clears throat> so I, but i but i think that does like my definition would have to revolve around taking that disrespect out. Yeah. Yeah, in that instance, then yes.
0: Because when I looked it up, it had them as two separate definitions. But
1: it does make sense that you would put them together because I feel like a lot of times when people do lead with audacity, they lead with the disrespect. Yes. and
0: Yeah. Who would you say has the most audacity? Not like name a person, but like the different...
1: I would say narcissistic people. Okay. Narcissistic people have the most audacity i don't know how else i could phrase that word but like however any any other tenses that you put that word in any other like um you know parts of speech that you can slide it into put it Mm -hmm. in because i feel like there's a lot of disrespect that can take place when you lack the ability to hold yourself accountable yes and not only are you being disrespectful but you're now asking people who potentially could be your village Mm -hmm. to hold you up just simply because you don't want to Mm-hmm. Not because you can't, not because you don't have the tools to, not because mm-hmm. you don't know how, right? You just don't feel like it's just. Oh, uh, it. I shouldn't have to do this. You do it instead, right? Which is another like I know it's not a pet peeve episode, but that's a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. I really hate when people put things on my plate when they know they could do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you know you could go call that place and, and order that order, do that shit. Don't fucking call me to do that. Like I'm not your fucking secretary. Right. I have my own shit that I'm doing, and I'm I'm probably this is what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down. <clears throat> I am not a person who shares everything. And y'all, <laughs> people who know me outside of the podcast space know that on, on this show, I do share a lot of information about myself. However, that is not my personality at all. And so I could understand why people would, would think like, oh, she must not be busy or mm-hmm. she must not or, you know, like they make certain assumptions about the way that I move and the way that I go about my life. However, if I'm not volunteering for something, don't don't
0: volunteer don't volunteer me.
1: me. I didn't say that I wanted to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not doing it. And I don't give a fuck how you feel and, how, and what you planned around it. Oh, mm-hmm. they expecting you to show up. That's crazy what you going to tell them. Right. That's crazy. Oh, well, have fun because I don't want to go. And I don't give a damn if, I, if at the last minute I, uh, you know what, I don't think I'm going to be able to go. Well, you, ah, mm-hmm. the audacity that you think that I'm about to sit here and cater to what you need for me before I need to cater to what I need for myself is crazy to me. Like, right. it's just too much. But yes, yes. I think narcissistic people, or even anybody who lacks the ability to see outside of themselves enough to not be an asshole, mm-hmm. are, are audacious. Right off the bat. <laughs> like, right <laughs> off the bat. Ah, nah. Take you and all that audacity back outside. Because now.
0: So, what do you do with somebody <laughs> else's audacity?
1: I match it. I do. That. Because. Oh, you want to, or I'll I'll either match it, depending on the situation, right? I'll match it, or I will try to get them to see the logic of their other ways. Mm -hmm. And it's simply with one question, like, what was your intention with that? (laughs) What was the point? What was the point? What was the purpose? What did you think was going to happen? Let's reflect together. Let's do this together. Walk Mm -hmm. through this with me, because I need you to understand how how you had me fucked up and how I'm about to fuck your ass up. (laughs) Like, so now, and then it becomes this, okay, so now when I react this way, it's not going to be a big thing, right? And then, like, oh, well, 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 let's talk about that, too. Because you just walked your little tail up in here, and you thought you were about to talk to me. How? And now you talk, like, now you get to see Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. You get to see that that's not the case. And I feel like that's the most powerful and empowered way that I would do it, mm-hmm. but you always got the motherfucker like that that don't work for it. So now I got to show you. Right. I'm going to show you what, you what you're doing to me, and when you feel it, let me know. And then we can go back to that reflective conversation because what was the purpose of this? I need you to understand. It's always about reflecting to me. Like, what was the purpose? And if the, like, I have been having conversations with somebody recently and the way they speak triggers me, but Mm -hmm. the intention behind it doesn't. not the same, yeah. So that's why I, like, I'm in a space where now I'm like, huh. I can hear it, but I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me because it's like, I would like to think you are, you're having on audacity, you, you giving me audacity, mm-hmm. but you're not, you're giving me personality and I'm translating it as audacity, but I can't even translate it all the way because the energy is not there. Right. Which is why that question for me is so important. If you know your intention behind some shit, then you, you, you can't have audacity and a positive intention at the same time. Like, <laughs> cause if your audacity yeah. is supposed to be disrespectful, you know what I'm saying with our working definition. Yeah. So what the fuck was the purpose of that? <laughs> even if you didn't see it right away, why you coming here and saying, "Well, oh my God, what you got on? Who the fuck you talking to? You why have, you?
0: You ain't had to do that."
1: I've no, but people do that to me too. Oh, okay,
0: because you know where I ju- where I went.
1: I've had I so <laughs> I used to have a well, I used to my weight was an issue, right? Mm-hmm. I used to have a very certain I had a certain body type. People would ask questions, very personal questions, and even now, right? They ask very personal questions, but I've learned to not let it hit me as hard or or. Let it have a physical response. Mm-hmm. But it's the audacity that you feel like you deserve answers. Right. For me. Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who who did you think you were talking to? Like, oh, hey, like, well, what, well are you going even to, even the simplest conversation of like, when are you having kids? Why the fuck does it matter?
0: The audacity. <laughs> Why my, does it matter? My fucking students, <laughs> one of them, just showed up in my classroom, was talking to her friend and literally went from like, yeah, girl. And then he, hold on. When you having kids? <laughs> and even her friend was like, are you her mother? Right? Like, yeah, what are you? Yeah. The way that you said that, was like you waiting for grandkids and she aging out. Like. Right. And the fact that another student just yesterday was in my rolly chair, rolled herself over to me and just sat there like this, staring at me. And I said, can I help you? <laughs> and her response was, you should have kids.
1: No. What? But it's even like the what sh- strangers. Strangers used to come up to me and was like, oh, my God. Like, then this is the way issue, right? Are you pregnant? And I would, like, legit lose my shit every now and again. And, and the partner that I was with at the time was like, they just want to be happy for you. No, fuck no. that. Because why is it their business? They're going to get the answer to their question. They're going to go lie to about their fucking day, and it's not their business, whether I am or not, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 like, the audacity of people to feel so... Entitled. Entitled to you. to you, to your details, to your time, to your energy, to whatever resources that you have. It's like mm-hmm. it's a slap in the face, right? But then on the other edge of that, I feel like <clears throat> there's also like this audacity to just I forgot where I was going with that. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like audacity, the way that I've experienced it mostly is you trying to get into some business that's got nothing to do with you.
1: Okay. And you have that. the audacity
0: to feel like you're in your audacity is showing up as entitlement to my existence, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to do with you because you're not going. You're you have no intentions of sticking around. You're not involved in that part of my life or in my life. Period. You feel like you get to tell me what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do, it, where I'm going to do it. Who gave you that ability, and mm-hmm. why do you feel so comfortable being that bold for me or to me?
1: I think. The best way that I can verbalize it is people, some people are walking around knowing that they're the main character in in a story. But you're not the main character in my motherfucking story. Yeah, no, that's the thing. So some people are walking around with this main character mentality. And others are walking around with supportive character mentality. Mm -hmm. And the main characters aren't understanding that just because I'm a supporting character for you. Doesn't mean I'm not my main character for me. So like I'm here to support your story, and, like even by choice or not, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, baby, my my story still gotta go. It got right. it gots to hit the prince, It got to go to the print. It got to go. Got to be on the shelves too. We can sit side by side with our stories. At the end of the day, like, I need you to keep that main character energy over there. Over there. This is not an omniscient third-person point of view. No. goes my English But, like, I don't need you knowing all the details of all the characters, okay, baby? Focus on your storyline. This is not a parallel. This is a parallel storyline. Okay, GMA's time is coming up, okay? So I'm all in gear. But anyway, like, like, people don't understand how their stories don't have to connect with
0: yours. And mm-hmm. their details
1: don't have to connect with yours. You don't need the details to live your life. So much so much freedom comes in not knowing. Yes. So much fucking freedom comes in not knowing. Even if it's just a mental escape. You don't have to have the details of any fucking thing. At especially all. my life. And and especially since you're especially if it's an instance where you're not contributing to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'll say it that way, right? If you're not adding to the space or adding to me in a way, shape or form, I'm not giving you no details. For what reason? I give a fuck if you was Anyway, if I want to give you no details, I'm not giving you no details. Mm-hmm. They're mine. They're my details. <laughs> They're mine. <laughs> They're mine. Leave them alone, right? If I wanted to set the details on the table and keep them under wraps, keep them under wraps. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't think people understand that. I've even had instances where people get upset with me for not sharing with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... I don't have to. You're weird. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> like... You're mad at me because I want, I, I want to weed you out a little bit more or I don't feel comfortable yet. That's crazy, you know, but, mm-hmm. but it's a, I think it's more of a discomfort in themselves because I, I find that when you do share with that intent, it, it turns into a trauma bond.
0: Yeah. And I'm just
1: like, mm, I don't want, I ain't got enough. I ain't got enough. I ain't got enough energy. To have another trauma bond in my life right now. 32 then hit me hard, y'all.
0: I would like to say that I have experienced that people are kind of raised with audacity. Yes. Men are raised <laughs> being told that you deserve this space, that you deserve this information, and the bold risks don't feel bold because they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not an it's not accurate it anything of any of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um I think we said this before, like the privilege and audacity are like bred into men somehow. And I feel like I am relatively uncomfortable being bold because I feel like being bold involves you seeing me and you don't need to do that. Mm. Um But I think the most audacious thing that I have done is move to Georgia as well. I didn't move as far as you did. But, you moved out here with a job.
1: Yeah. I did not. <laughs> Listen, I moved out here with a contract from the devil. Hey, I wouldn't call, we both still work for I wouldn't her. call that a job, baby. I we think I done sold my soul her. a little bit.
0: But, I'm saying that because, like, I only moved a couple of hours away from where I was, but I did not have a job. The year that I was out here, that first year, year and a half that I was out here, I worked, like when I did my taxes, mm-hmm. girl, when I did my taxes in 2019 and I had to get all my W-2s and stuff together, I handed them 10 W-2s,
1: mm-hmm.
0: 10 jobs <laughs> in 12 months, mm-hmm. only made $14,000. Girl. I didn't even make, make enough for them to take taxes. They had to give me all my money back.
1: That's the real stuff. Because at
0: 14, they were like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> help, right. help, help me, me I'm poor, poor. Right. Like, oh God, that's down. what that was and so I I feel like I keep trying to be audacious and failing and I was going to ask you if there's ever been a time where you were audacious and it didn't work for you I keep trying gotcha. and the shit's not working <laughs> Um, currently I am an English teacher and I moved out here with, I was an English teacher where I lived before moved out here was working all these different jobs that weren't working out Applied to 50 different jobs and nobody contacted me. I said, all right, I applied to one teaching job. Applied on Sunday, interviewed on Wednesday, had the job by Thursday. That is where I currently reside.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say, I don't think of it as failure. I think of it as, not, not, not within your example.
0: But what I'm saying is even now, like I was again trying to remove myself from the classroom applied to over 30, 40 jobs applied to one teaching job. And that's the only place that called me back for an interview. Like I wanted to be bold and I wanted to step out of my comfort zone. And I wanted to take that risk of moving out of what I know and trying to moving out of what I know and trying something new to see if I actually belong here, if I can actually be happy here, or if there is another stage, another step, another career out there for me. And I'm not like, I think I was not successful in leaving. If you are well, not successful in leaving, were you are you failing. Not
1: success- no, 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 no. Because, because I
0: wanted to leave the but, classroom, but listen not to how the you're saying
1: it. You're saying you wanted to take the risk in leaving, and you did exactly that. You no, I took- have it left. You haven't left, but that's not because you didn't try. That's because nobody has responded.
0: But if I didn't, if I try and it's unsuccessful, then no. I'm but failure. that's
1: not your unsuccess because you're you didn't. Like it's didn't you're not. Get out. But hold on. <laughs> So wait, hold on. Because you're not, you're waiting for other people. Your your success is contingent on other people right now. Yes, that's not your failure. That's, I didn't say it was my failure. But I said a, it is a failure. But but it's not. How? When you did? I didn't do hold on, I'm, not, I'm still talking. Oh, you
0: asked. I'm sorry. You asked. <laughs> so
1: right. I'm. It's rhetorical though, right? Like okay. so. Think about it as if you never tried, that's when you failed. If you just didn't apply anywhere, mm-hmm. you failed. Of course, you're not trying to leave. Mm -hmm. Trying, like, this is a process that's not just one step.
0: It should be.
1: I agree. (laughs) But it's not just one step. And sadly, it doesn't just involve one or two people. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So there's this, this idea. I feel like when we create such extreme kind of, like, dichotomies of success and failure, life and death, things like that, it's like you're missing... All of this other shit that's happening that's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you didn't leave yet, but that doesn't mean that you didn't fucking try. That doesn't mean that your name is not out there now. That doesn't mean people Mm -hmm. are not talking about you. That doesn't mean people don't know that you want to leave now. They're looking at you know what I'm saying? Like, so many other things Mm -hmm. are happening, which is why I was saying, like, I don't think of it as failure. I think of it, things not working out as it's not supposed to happen right now, or I'm not ready for this yet because. Like a, like a going back to a previous episode, I feel like we talked about if if you're asking, let's say you're praying, you ask God for or whoever you pray to, mm-hmm. that and you're asking them for things. If if they snapped and gave it to you right in that moment, would you be ready? No, you wouldn't. Just like you're ready to leave, you think you're ready to leave, but what the universe, what God, what your deity is telling you is no, baby, hold on, because yeah. it's not that you're failing. it's this that it's not happening in the time you, you want, want it, it to happen? happen. And so <clears throat> I feel like that's that's a like mindset that should be shifted if not shed completely because we're not in a microwave society okay some shit needs to bake <laughs> you know and good shit takes time so it does. Like, yeah yes like from somebody who be cooking their ass off baby listen you want to wait Yo, you want to wait for it. broil a little bit like yes you you want to wait season it i don't own a microwave for that exact reason i need to learn patience and learn how to wait but also understanding like <clears throat> if you're waiting for more like Okay, how can I put this? My mom was telling me one day, the devil will bless you too, mm-hmm. and so most times he'll come bless you before God will, and he'll just and God will kick back and look like, okay, go ahead, you got something in your hand already, go ahead, play with that. Wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm I'm wait, right? But at the end of the day, like understand that things that happen too quickly or things that may feel too comfortable sometimes they are like yeah. that's not where you're supposed to be. Things things aligned for me. "Quote unquote," right? Mm-hmm. I had a job before I moved out here. However, I was short-changed. Like they, oh, they, yeah. they subsidized my whole salary when I got out here, mm-hmm. and I was, I was barely making rent for the entire rest of the school year, from April to August. Mm-hmm. I couldn't aff- I really couldn't afford to do anything. I couldn't go outside and breathe, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like had I, had I had asthma, I would have died. But like, there, <clears throat> there are so many. Small victories in yeah. between the dichotomy of success and failure. I
0: see what you're saying. Yes. The <clears> first <throat> half of it, I was just like, <laughs> no, yeah, no. yeah, you had to go and down road. Right and home. then you hit the second half, and I was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: eh, I get, I get. You have to have the audacity to think outside of what society is telling you too. I feel like that's my most audacious move. You that's you right. That makes sense, but I'm gonna do it this way instead. Like I want to do it this way. Like like okay. I'm gonna see it myself. <laughs> and that's exactly my attitude. Case in point, I, I recently I don't know if we can say this online, but would you get it out? Um, I recently have been partaking in adult activities, right? Okay. <clears throat> um, and I've learned how to maintain said yeah. adult activities on my own. Mm-hmm. So I share this skill with others. Yeah. in, And you know, social circles. However. Mm -hmm. it's always a male it has been a male in this experience for me i know what you're about to say oh well women do it too and that's great but they ain't did it to me and that's all i'm talking about there we go so men have been like oh you're not doing this right and i'm just like says who because this is my style of doing this thing that i love to do when i'm by myself and i'm sharing it with Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have the audacity to try to teach me how to do it the way you want me to do it just because you're in the room, baby, mm-hmm. get the fuck out.
0: You want me to change what I do in my house for you and no.
1: It don't even have to be in my house. It's just the fact of like you're trying to change something that I'm cool with. Yeah. It ain't like going back again. It's not bothering you. Is it, It's making you uncomfortable, baby. Is it hurting you? Is it hurting your feelings? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. She tried to hold my hand, y'all. my hand been back there? (laughs) But figure it out and fix it. Because you working on getting, uh, and this might be able to plug into our next episode. You working on getting friends on, honey. Ooh. Okay, what did you do? Girl. Bye, bye, bye. I'm just saying. (laughs) I just, I
0: feel like audacity. Like I said, with the audacity that I had, like, I'm trying to get out. And I guess, out of all the words that you said, what I got out of it was that technically I haven't failed because I'm not done.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, you're
1: you're trying to complete a cycle that's not even trying to be complete yet. It's not even complete. <laughs> it ain't even halfway done. Be like, I failed this <clears throat> test.
0: Are you finished with it? Did well, you put no. your? Are you out of right? time? No.
1: She ain't even sharpening her pencil, y'all. She ain't got no scantron. I do have a? <laughs> She's not even at I'm the location, baby. She lost at Walmart. And shit. Girl, um, she reading the questions. <laughs> hm? You have anything? <laughs> um. Yes. What do you wish you were more? Well, what do you wish you had more audacity to do? Or
0: everything
1: not like one one specific thing all of it one specific item live um. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: no I wish I had more audacity when it came when it comes to like my films okay because I know what I have the ability to do right now with the equipment that I have um and I know what I want to be able to do. But there is a large gap between those two things. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had more or I'm garnering more audacity. Okay. Um, in the ability to still do what I can now so I can get access to more to close that gap. Okay. Um, I write a lot of films, but I'm not the best behind the camera. Right? Like I'm more of a writer, director, actor than I am a cinematographer, a, an audio okay. person, whatever. And so, but in the space that I'm in right now, I have to do all parts and I don't feel comfortable doing all parts. And I have friends who are better at those things with better equipment than I have. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the money to pay them. So I have to do it myself. And then when I look at what I have versus what they have, even though they have better equipment, even though they're more versed in it, even though they've been doing it longer, I'm just like, "Mm, I don't think I should even bother putting this out because it doesn't look like what a professional who has all the Mm money looks like. Okay. And so I want to have more, I want to have, take the bold risk of putting more of my stuff out. I want to take the bold risk of not giving a fuck as to whether or not you like it, because I have to remember that if I like it, somebody else has okay. to. I'm not the only one who's into what I'm into.
1: Somebody's couple with
0: whiskey. Babe. Somebody's got to be there. And so I want to have more audacity with my creativity, with my books, with my films. I want to have more audacity when it comes to um, promoting them. Mm-hmm. because I'm very uncomfortable promoting myself because that means you have to look at me.
1: Yeah, that's a real thing.
0: And so for me, being bold is simply standing in the light. Hmm. That's a bold move for me. Like, that's just kind of something that people do. But for me, standing up where you can see me is crazy.
1: I immediately imagine you like scoochie inching like, towards the Because you know ball, I would. And then just be like, I'm in the light. Like, because oh, you know I
0: would. Like, the light could be right here and
1: I'd be like, and for, t- for two seconds, though, y'all see me buying like, what? Um, No, no, no. That, I would yeah.
0: definitely, like, you can see me, sh- I would just. Oh,
1: the Homer Simpson mean is her. Exactly.
0: Is me every single time. Exactly. Like, oh, my God, you write books?
1: Who told you? <laughs>
0: you have a whole YouTube page. Stop sharing it. I love but you. then I look at my YouTube page and be like, yeah. nobody watches my stuff. But you, who knows that this exists? Right, right, right. So that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all that
0: I have. Okay, so this is going to be a short episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you have a nugget?
1: I do have a nugget, and it stems from what you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, it's, um, my nugget is a song, a childhood song of mine. <clears throat> I'm going to butcher it as I sing it, because my voice is leaving Ooh. me. However, it is by the... I think it's by the Carpenters. Um... Yes. But it's, yes, this is my song. I love the song because it reminds me to just put out, right? Like, ooh, that sounded really weird. Sorry, take it back, take it back. Don't put out. Um, but it reminds me to just exist, right? Mm-hmm. Exist in your most genuine form in whatever that feels like, whatever you want that to look like at whatever given moment, right? But the lyric specifically that I want to share is sing, sing a song, make it simple to last your whole life long. Specifically this part. I that right? part. Don't worry that it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. Just sing. Sing a song. And then, so, sing your song. Live your life. Show the fuck up. However you decide to. And stand tall in that. Double down. You know? Stand firm on ten toes. And don't worry about whether or not people will accept or not. Just create it. Make it. Use it. Do it. And Make it.
0: Use
1: it. Do it. Touch it. Bring it. But no. That's exactly what I was thinking about.
0: (laughs) So my nugget is going to be an album that I did not, I started, I started listening to this album late. By the time y'all hear it, you're going to be like, that album's old and everybody already knows about it. I don't (laughs) care. (laughs) Um, I started listening to this album late and I tend to get hyper fixated on things and I was hyper fixated on this album for like six months before my guy looked at me and he was like, I'm not listening to this again. (laughs) Um, in my car, he was like, "He's just okay, and yes. literally any other music." <selections> the torture, and it is um, Jasmine Sullivan's hotel.s mm-hmm. I a good feel like though. that was a very audacious, uh, audacious, audacious. audacious.
1: Yeah, I think you did it right. Just when I say going. audacious,
0: I feel bodacious. Put it out and that's there. not
1: right. sing your song, child. Sing. <laughs> sing our song. la 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 um, la, la la. Sorry, is that Elmo's room? No, but that's the song that's behind it. <laughs>
0: La, oh, I definitely said la
1: la la Listen, that's la, my jam. La. This is my um, jam, y'all. But jam. I think
0: about her Hotels because I feel like that is a very bold album. Like, she's talking about her hotels, tales, mm-hmm. And she's bringing up the Hotels of her friends. And she's got them talking on it. And then she has the extended edition.
1: Yeah, the um, Hotel Motel.
0: Yeah, and my favorite part of the extended edition is Issa Rae's story. She's oh wonderful. God, yes. um, but I love that album so much because, like, we all have a tale just about every uh every woman has that that situation or that yes. song or those years when that stuff was going down and i think it's a very bold move to kind of put it out there and in my opinion the way that she put it out there was not in a sexual manner
1: i think it was also i think it was also very a, a positive way to yeah. audaciously do that because it wasn't like a hotel like I'm about to shade all these women right it was like a no chick like let's have a sister corner like let's talk about this shit so yeah and
0: it wasn't a shade on those women but also it wasn't hyper sexualized yes to be like I'm sexy and I did all these things she was just like what the
1: fuck (laughs) this is what happened
0: this year and then this happened and it Ah, it was more storytelling like old school hip-hop
1: pistol or it was storytelling
0: more than it was like look at me listen to me more than it was like finger wagging shame on you so that would be my nugget is if you haven't listened to the album or if you haven't listened to the extended version or if you haven't heard it in a long time, go ahead and bump that shit.
1: Bump that shit. If you, have, if you can, get the Tiny Desk version too. Yes, the Tiny Desk, <laughs> the Desk, tiny is Desk version so is so good. That, yeah. any, any music y'all should try to do either Color Studio or um, Tiny Desk yes. NPR because those Tiny Desk concerts go hard in the they paint. They are amazing. Hard in the paint.
0: Thank you for... Uh, listening to us this week and watching thank thank you for watching now that we are on youtube eoi our evelyn Otley inspires youtube page check us out thank you so much for coming back if you are back thank you so much for listening to season three go back and listen to seasons one and two if you haven't
1: make somebody else listen to them with you make somebody (laughs) else
0: listen to them go head over to our um to our youtube page which is thugging it out
1: podcast and the instagram as well
0: that's what I meant. I Sorry. said YouTube because the YouTube is definitely Evelyn, Evelyn Otley okay. Inspires. Head over to the Instagram page, which is Thugging It Out Podcast. Please feel free to leave comments, to leave suggestions. Please feel free to DM us. If you have something negative to say, she'll deal with it. I won't. Um, <laughs>
1: I got you. I'm, I got you. <laughs>
0: but just stay we we'll figure it out. Between, for... between
1: Brooklyn Bliss and all of us, we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> but thank you so much for listening, for being here, and <clears throat> for having our voices exist in yes. your existence with your permission.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for inviting us into your spaces as well because it speaks volumes. Um, real quick, I just love to get so uh the images that y'all send to us, like when y'all are listening to our yes. show, that that means a lot to me, I know for sure. Um, but it, me, but me too. it means something to me too. <laughs> but it's something about knowing that you're resonating with someone and to be able to connect. So it's it's great to be in your space, but then to know we're in your space right. and then to see us, see y'all in y'all space, yes. see us, see you. So so share share as much as y'all possibly can. Tag us on anything Please. that y'all think we can talk about or y'all like to hear our voice on or that you just hey I thought about it out podcast. Boom boom boom, whatever the right. case is, right? Um, but yes, thank y'all. Love y'all always. Bye. Bye.